Welcome to Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling Podcast, episode 28. Hello everyone, I'm Hector, and I'm here with my tag team partners, Mark and Raymond. Yo. About time, Mark got back. Yeah, it's on a little hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> I carried the show for two weeks, I think it was. Anyway, I'm just kidding. Oh my god, here we go. It's already a heel, we're only 30 seconds in. <laughs> So guys, um, we I, I believe that like the last time we talked about it, it was just a rumor, and we were going with a hunch of what we saw, but now it's official. Jay Cargill is has signed a multi deal with WWE. She's been at the Performance Center as we speak now, and it was um, announced by ESPN. Um, your thoughts about it being official and it being announced by ESPN? I don't care about ESPN. Uh, I think WWE just gave it to him, so I'm like, hey, whatever. But with her being there, and I think it was Mark that shared the Instagram post of her walking, and you see the performance center right there in front of her, gave me chills. I'm excited. I'm thinking about the Bianca Belair match, the Rhea Ripley match, all these matches that we haven't seen yet that uh, is going to be pretty cool to watch because I know she's a physical person, so it'll be good to see. It's going to be interesting to see how she's going to adjust to the WWE style. I think that's the number one uh, thing that we need to see. Is she, she's going to be great. She's not going to be a megastar instantaneously with her in-ring ability. But she's got the look, the personality, the star appeal. And that's number one thing. WWE is good at making stars. And uh, let's say, what's, what's the verbiage I want to use? That... uh. They have the ability to make them into megastars, not just stars, into megastars, superstars. And Jade has all, all the potential in the world. Right. That's she, a move for her. She definitely has the look. And and they're treating her like a star with the, the way they announced it. And and as Triple H said, she's here to change the game. So uh, I, I, went, I went into, like, I guess more into the pol- politics version. WWE has never said AEW on TV. They, they truly believe they're the only ones that exist. There's no competition. There's no other companies. So they won't say AEW ever on TV. So I think that's the only reason we got the ESPN announcement. Because ESPN announced her as a former AEW champion. So now, not everyone watches AEW. So I'm assuming we let ESPN say who, she's, who she is. Because so, if you don't watch AEW, who is she? She's just a girl that's really fit. You might compare to Bianca besides that. But without a background, if you're not going to say who she is or where she's coming from, you can't really make a big announcement like that. For that, you should have just had her stay low-key. So if you make that big announcement, you have to say where she's from. So you could treat her like this this big superstar. And I think that's the only reason ESPN makes this big announcement. Because now when she shows up, you could just have someone just say, oh, as you saw reported by ESPN, here, here she is. And you don't have to ever repeat where she's from. And now she's some kind of big star, and now everybody's researching who she is. That's one of the reasons I think ESPN did it. Because besides that, it should have been a, kept a secret. But, I don't know. Just my little thought. Well, I just hope they don't give her a stupid name. I, like, I, 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 No, no. I, I think just because of the way the ESPN thing was, I think, I mean, I, I, I think she stays with the name. She, she stays with the hair. She stays with everything. Because... You, you're treating her like, like a, I don't know, for, for ESPN to announce it like this, you're treating her like they just signed a big megastar. 
that's going like Triple H said, it's going to change everything. But you, she needs a background, and WWE is no way going to say she's from another wrestling company. So, yeah. So is that her real name, Jay Cargo? Um, that's a good. It is. It is. I, from what I understand, it is. Okay, so yeah, so they, I mean, maybe give her like a nickname so you could copyright it. I don't know, just yeah, yeah, yeah that's her name, yeah, Jay Cargo. Yeah, like, no, I know, but like, give her like um the diamond, Jay Cargo, and then you own the diamond. I don't know. <laughs> So, it's her birthday. It's funny, you know, she's 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 thirty one like me. I'm actually older than her. <laughs> Two months. So if you, if you give her a nickname, you can you can make extra money off of her, and, and copyright <laughs> and copyright it. So, but you got to say, I mean, with this big announcement and the way Cody Rhodes' career is going, everyone AEW got to be staring like, oh, I want to go over there. Cause I mean, I don't know if everyone. Well, a lot of them got to be thinking like that, like Ricky Starks and the Hobbs, and definitely MJF. Like, like wow. They, they're taking slightly it. disagree. Slightly. They, Only slightly. It's, the red carpet is out for Cody and for for Jade. So you're thinking like, hey, if, if things are going crazy back here, as other people are saying AEW is going, and the way it looks like the ship might be sinking, the way ticket sales are going, you're like, they're taking the red carpet. If I do good here and become an all-star here, they might take out the red carpet for me again. So, I don't know. Just the idea. I think I, I think MJF would get that. I don't know if Hobbs would get that. I don't well, think anyone would care they, if Hobbs they, moved that way. No, no. If he moved now, no. There's still, there still has to be time for Hobbs. Like, Hobbs would have to make main event matches and, like, put the company on his back. No one just... No, no, yeah, no one just picks up and says, okay, I want to go. Come sign me. No, you got to make a name for yourself. It's the same thing that happened to Cody. When Cody left, I mean... He was talented, but he wasn't who he is now. He matured and, and learned the whole business inside out and all that. So that would be the same thing for Hobbs and and Ricky Starks. A, a little more experience, you take the company. Now you you made a name out of for yourself. Then WWE wants you, and that goes for the same people that they they laid off and fired. There's still a chance for you to come back because look at what happened to Cody. But it all depends on what, what you do. Um. Back to, but uh, I agree with you a yep. little bit, though, before you go to the next thing, because in the past, I want to say month, month and a half, whatever it's been, Cody's still great. I do. I still like Cody. He's still great. But I feel the momentum's completely gone because now he's just kind of settling in right now. There is no – like this whole finish the story thing was great and all, but now with The Rock coming back and so many other things going on around him, it's – I don't think he ever finishes the story. I, I, at this point, I don't think this is going to happen unless you're making it, you know, Roman and The Rock at the Rumble or, or at the Elimination Chamber in, uh, what do you call it, in uh, Australia. So Cody wins the Chamber and ends up taking on Roman, you know what I mean, at WrestleMania because Roman and The Rock base at Australia or something. Like, I don't know what, what the approach is going to be. Or Cody gets the win at in Australia and then gets, the, you know, I, I don't know what, what it's going to be. So let's, but, let's stick with what, what you're saying right now. Before we go ahead, so yeah, there's been talk about The Rock showing up at Australia for a match or maybe for something for Elimination Chamber. Um, Cody, I still say he finishes the story, but remember, the story is not Roman, the story is a title. So, whoever has that title at WrestleMania, that's who Cody ends the story with. It doesn't have to be Roman, so we can still have Roman versus The Rock non title. The match is still gonna break records, and everybody wants to see that match. 
So you could have <laughs> night one, Cody versus I don't freaking know. No, uh, no Cody has to beat Roman. No, he doesn't. He, he doesn't. Roman is not the story. He the, the Rollins, or he beats Joe Schmo, or he beats Genghis Khan, or the Great Khali, or <laughs> you know, it, it's not the same. Roman I know, but but, the, but Roman is not the story. If Roman got if, if Roman got injured right now and they had a tournament and and freak uh, Solo wins the belt, that's the belt that that Cody wants. That's what ends the story. It, not it, as impactful as if he beats Roman. That's what I'm trying to say. You can, be, you can beat Seth Rollins for the title. Yeah, he's a chip, but it's, it's to me, it's a fucking, it falls flat. It doesn't, I mean, it, for his personal story, it, 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 he gets what he wants. And as for impact match, you have Roman versus Rock. Well, that's still going to happen regardless. I just feel like Roman should wrestle twice in the same night. Yeah. Or back-to-back nights. Okay, we'll see. Like I said, but it, it, it's, 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 it's been going like around lately. And it's kind of weird that, that that rumor is spreading even more. It, it, it's true. Roman is not the story for, for Cody. It's what Roman has. So we'll, we'll see where, where that story goes. I, I think something really big is going to happen from January to February between the Royal Rumble and Elimination. But I agree with Mark in some sense that uh, WWE has to be careful because I kind of see what Mark is saying, that Cody's starting to get maybe a little lost in the shuffle. There's a point to the end of his story, but it's starting to feel like it's getting a little lost. So yeah, I, I, I answer my Mark. I, I think a big part has to do with is the reason why he brought Jay over here. And that's the reason they keep stalling. Cause if you notice, I think it's been two, three weeks. He keeps on saying, every time he says Jay, he's going to say why he brought Jay over here. He gets interrupted. So they're still, they're making that story really slow. So eventually when he, he lets that out, I think that continues his story to wherever he's the direction he's going to, but like I said, I, they believe in stretching out the story lately, so that's what we're gonna have to deal with. So I think everything, everything, everything picks up around January, I believe. So let me ask one quick question: Do you think the come WrestleMania, everything with Bloodline related, is done? There's no more Bloodline, at least until they restart as good guys again. But Bloodline's dead as of WrestleMania. You think? Because I feel like it right now it's dead on arrival. It's I, starting I, to be like, eh. I feel, I feel that way too. I feel, I feel like the bloodline story as the the whole family pack thing, it's gone. How does The Rock fit in? I'm very interested. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what he is. Because he said if he comes back, it has to be a big, juicy story. So I don't, I don't know if he comes and teams up with Roman. And Roman turns on him. And that's why they have to fight. Or he... Or Roman just goes psycho when he comes back October 17th and Rock has to come to calm him down because he's destroying the family. I don't know where that goes, but the Usos definitely have to fight each other. What what, what I didn't want, that would probably be WrestleMania. So I think everything uh, everything's gonna be slowly over there. So I don't I don't see the bloodline getting back together anytime soon. So uh, and it's just just my thoughts, but yeah. Moving on. Yep. Um, I, I I like I like this one better. Um, officially Saturday, free agent Edge. So, ooh, juicy! It is only because AEW could really use him now. They have a kind of a big pay per view on Sunday, which is kind of I think too soon in Seattle, uh, close to um, Brian Dennison's hometown. 
And as of now, they only sold 5,000 tickets. The The arena holds up to 18,000. So Which show is you broke, you broke up, Hector? Uh, what show? Wrestle Dream from AEW this Sunday, pay-per-view. 50, only 5,000? As, as of yesterday. I, I don't know what they sold today. As of yesterday, they only sold 5,000 tickets. And it holds 18,000. So that's a lot of shifting of people and a lot of tarps and everything. It's not a it's not a big arena I heard, but still eighteen thousand, five thousand, shit. That's like I don't know, maybe two sections. I'm gonna say right now, I think because NXT has a pay per view this weekend, and I think NXT's pay per view is probably gonna outsell that, and that's yeah. that's not good. What what not what, for AW anyway. And I know you guys say it's all about the story, and I, I'm I'm leaning more to it's more about the star power because. I mean, I, I, I was saving for for later for the lineup, but the lineup for that Sunday pay per view from AEW is really good. I mean, it's it's gonna it's going to if if you if you're a wrestling fan, you're going to enjoy these wrestling matches. Um, it, it's just sad, like yeah, I, um, some people are saying it's not a, a a wrestling town, so that's why. So no, and plus, not not only the fans there. You don't want to travel. Like, supposedly Seattle's gloomy and it's always raining. So it's not like a, it's, it's a trip. Like, hey, guys, let's go take a trip to Seattle to go see the show. So maybe it's the town. that that That's the reason they can't sell the tickets. But, um, yeah, the lineup, is it's really good. I, I, I guarantee you it's going to be a good handful of wrestling matches that will entertain you. It's just that star power and... I heard a, the perfect example. I know I'm rambling now, but somebody was like, oh, if you like hip-hop, pretend this is a hip-hop concert. And they tell you, oh, come to this great hip-hop concert. And you go, and it's like Mob Deep and A Tribe Called Quest. And when you show up there, you're like, oh, I don't want to see them. I want Drake. You want the big star. And that's exactly what AEW is doing right now. They're going to give you a great show. You just don't have that big star power of like a Cody Rhodes or a Roman Reigns or The Rock. So, like I said, or a Jade. <laughs> so um, it, it's going to be a really good wrestling show. And Tony Khan has gone on to say that, it, um, what was his line? That this is the end of a chapter in wrestling history, and they begin a new era. So, Well, they need something new, so hopefully it's something good. Yeah, and, if it's, and like I said, as of Saturday, at Saturday midnight, Jay, um, uh, I was going to say, Edge... Becomes a free agent, so he's welcome to go go wherever he wants on Sunday. So he could show up there. Where where will he fit in? I'm not sure, because because not even not, the heavyweight title is not even on the line for this pay per view. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, does he show up? Does he just show up for like the Christians match and that's it? So I don't know. But we're, it, we're gonna have to do the rise and fall of AEW. Yeah, it's gonna be a whole podcast on its own. I guess I guess the the main thing would be wherever they have their next pay per view, and, and tell with that because right now, like I said, Seattle is not a what they what they're saying a wrestling town. Yeah, but if you look at the past few weeks, other than New York, which is it is a, a wrestling town. Yep. Everywhere they've gone, they only pan to one side. They never pan the entire audience. So that's a that's an issue. Like. I don't know. I think it's an issue. And then, what was it? Chicago, a wrestling town, they didn't sell tickets that well either. Or people were trying to get rid of them once they know, like you said, star power CM Punk is gone. Yeah. 
So I, I think AEW is definitely not they're going to go out of business and not that I wish them to go out of business, but they're definitely in a position where they have to do something big because they're, I don't know, they're flat-toed. I feel like they're very flat-toed themselves. Yeah, so I, I, definitely, see, I definitely see Edge going there. Um, WWE has taken him off the, the website. So they had him like not with the legends, but they had him like on on a side area, on the website, and they took him off of there. So I'm assuming he probably told them, probably gave them the heads up, like, hey, um, there's a good chance I'm signing with AEW, or I'm not, I have no intentions of signing back with you guys, and they just took him off the website. So I was. Alright, so I'm. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go, go, go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you guys. I start with Mark because Mark has been a little quiet. Is there any dream opponents for Edge? Like, other than MJF and maybe doing a storyline with him, maybe doing a storyline with Christian. I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I, I don't want to see him, I don't want to see him fight Christian unless that's like his last match. I want to see him fight everybody that he hasn't fought. The, the Kenny Omegas, the, uh, let him fight the, the young Bucks. I, I, I remember hearing, we're hearing Raymond say Mark first and Hector just like jumps the line. Um, <laughs> you know. I, I was quiet, letting everybody talk their stuff, whatever. Then it's my turn. I'm getting ready to speak, and Hector just jumps right in. <laughs> I, I am the AEW guy, so. <laughs> anyway, um, answer your question. So, Edge is actually quite a bit of opportunity for him. I, I just think that, you know, for a guy who's been a WWE guy his entire career, I think he'd never leave. He'd always be a loyal guy. You know, that's what bugs me a little bit. Again, we're not him. He's going to make his own decision, what's best for him and his family, whatever. We don't have any right to say what he can and can't do. Um, the Revival is definitely a close friend of his. And he, I know, oh, I keep saying Revival, FTR. My bad. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, FTR, uh, dream opponents for him. You know, the stuff with Luchasaurus and Christian. Edge can easily come out to help Christian against a, a Luchasaurus getting pissed off at Christian. You know, because Christian stole the TNT title. Where Edge comes out to help him, and it's Edge and Christian for one more run, which is really what everybody wants to see—that one more nostalgia act. And if the funny part is, it happens to be everybody like, "Oh my god, this is awesome!" And you have the, the AEW people like, "Oh, they're relying on old people." Then if AEW does it, it's AEW people like, "Oh, this is so cool!" Or or the really diehards like, "Why are you bringing in these old farts?" And other people like. Wait, he left. Why did he leave? It, 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 you're never going to please anybody. No. There's always going to be pain in the asses when it comes to therapies. People, everybody has an opinion. You know what they say? Um, every, everybody, uh, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. <laughs> that's, that's really what it is. But there's a lot of opportunity. Ricky Starks, FTR, MJF, um, Edge, Adam Cole. I think they worked a little bit in the Rumble, I think, for, for a brief time, I think, a while ago. I think. Or I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong. Um... There's a lot, actually, a lot of the, the young guys. I mean, get somebody like a Luchasaurus you can work with. Um, tag team wise, hell, Edge and Christian against the Young Bucks. Edge against Kenny Omega. Canada versus Canada. You can bring an Edge and Jericho situation back again for the heck of it. You know, there's so many different angles you can go. It, th- there's plenty of things for Edge to do. That's not that's not a discussion. Hey, the, the, Mark, these are number one. What? On a personal note, Edge um, never met his dad. Okay, that's pretty funny with Christian. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Well, that's why I think they'd be on the same team. I don't think, if Christian said that about Edge's dad, I'd be actually really messed up. Be, you know what? I could like, actually see that. Um, yeah, but there's a lot of potential opportunities. It's just, again, if he goes to, to AEW, Edge is kind of, you know, it, it just, 
WWE for Life guy just goes elsewhere. You know, again, teach his own. If he wants to do that, he wants to do that again. Top. Yeah, um, I I understand everything you said. Everybody, everybody you said that for him to fight, that's exactly who I want to see him fight. Um, I I feel like um, if 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 you're gonna say, let's say, I have one more year, the same way Brian Daniels has said, you're looking for your dream matches and you're just looking for people that you haven't fought. So there's a whole lock of them there, people you haven't fought. Plus, Tony Khan is probably gonna throw him some disgusting amount of money that will look great in your bank account when you want to retire. So, and if you're going to say this is my last match, you're going to have your best friend right there with you. So I just say, hey, if it's, if it's a one year, two year, I don't think it's a backstabbing thing. Unless, like, WWE had this great story for him, and I'm pretty sure they didn't. So why even, like, sign for, like, a, a legend contract when you you pretty sure you could sign a legend contract in two or three years from the WWE? So everyone you said for him to fight, yeah. Um, and since I'm an AEW guy, I'll be honest, those are great matches that I want to see. None of them, for me, are really main event matches for pay-per-view. Besides him versus MJF, honestly, I'd rather see MJF, if they if they can, make it happen, versus Ziggler. I'd rather see that as a main event than Edge and MJF. So, but, um, I definitely, if I had a bet, Edge will be there on Sunday. Do you think he's one of the devils? Because I know there was a whole thing at the end of AEW Dynamite, which I know you're gonna get into. Um, but there was there, that was a speculation that he's the the that other devil. That's funny because um, before we went on air, we, me and Mark talked about it. I had I had no idea. Mark had a great story. Um, I wasn't gonna go too much into the show about, but um, I'll let Mark take over the his uh, version of what happened backstage. Oh, so we're gonna go into that, okay? With the whole, with the, with the, with the, I, with the attack I, on Jay White. I, the only reason we're gonna do it because I, I really love your theory. So I'd rather okay. have you say it before anybody else says it, so you could get all uh, the credit. Sweet, and then of course there'll be one person that goes, "I said that." <laughs> you know, we don't need that. Um, okay, so obviously, for those that don't know, Jay White was attacked by a bunch of masked guys. Good for him. Yeah, Jay White, not the nicest guy for those uh, that. Uh, like meeting wrestlers, uh, you'll be disappointed that uh, he's not as nice as you were hoping. Anyway, um, he gets attacked, and with the screen shows an individual wearing that devil mask or whatever the MJF has. Now, if you think back to a couple weeks ago, when MJF and Adam Cole had the locker room talk, the mask was in the background. So... You know, it could easily have happened. Adam Cole could have taken the mask, whatever. So my, my thing is, I'm, I'm going a little ahead of my theory. I, I think that Roderick Strong, the Kingdom, all of them are the, are the masked guys. I mean, the guy, you know, the guys in the bodysuits and whatever. And I think Adam Cole really isn't, his ankle really isn't that seriously hurt. I think that, yes, he actually did hurt his ankle at Grand Slam, but it really isn't that bad. So they're just taking advantage of that, making like, oh, he went to surgery. He's getting all these oh my God, he's not going to be back for a long time, whatever. And we're going to get the fact that under that mask, I don't know if it's be Adam Cole himself under the mask or if there'd be somebody else who's working with Adam Cole and the kingdom and Roderick Strong, etc. But I think that's where we're going, where it's weakening the armor of MJF. Little by little, you're getting pieces of MJF, the, the, the asshole that we all knew and everybody hated. Now people are starting to love and he's starting to bring his guard down little by little. 
defending the tag titles by himself because Adam Cole is hurt. Easily can weaken him, but he'll get himself hurt, etc., etc. All these different things that MJF never would do to Adam Cole. Like, you know, again, MJF would hit Adam Cole, Cole or anybody with a dynamite diamond. He didn't do it. He held himself back. He's showing restraint. He's weakening. Adam Cole's playing the mental game, and he's weakening MJF week after week after week to the point where when he does his turn or when there's a reveal or whatever it's going to be, it's going to be impactful to the point where Adam Cole's going to beat MJF for that title, and I think that's MJF's goodbye. That he beats him and destroys him from mentally from the inside. That you not only beat him for the title, you also beat MJF the person where he can no longer be in AEW anymore. That he's literally broken. And why he goes to WWE from there. So the, the, the war of 2024 will go to WWE because MJF himself already knows he's not going to come back. Unless Tony Khan offers a you know, shit ton of money, but I don't think he does. I think he goes the route of Jade Cargill knowing that superstardom is in WWE. So I think this all is just playing a long-term story, which is a great idea for once AEW doing a long-term story, if they go this route. I think this is where this goes because all the pieces have been, have been placed down. The whole Roger Strong with, with his neck injury and him you know, going back at him call and like this, like, oh, let's build on this, let's build on this, just to constantly weaken MJF to the point where when this turn happens, like he's not going to be the same person and beats him and it's just... I'm gone. I can't take this anymore. The one person who I actually trusted bro- literally broke. It's like, it's like a heartbreak, so to speak. And like, I'm gonna, I'm leaving town. I'm gone. I'm done. I'm gone forever. I'm going to the other company. So yeah, that's my theory. I, I love everything. I don't I know. Love it. I, go, go, Raymond. No, I was gonna say I love it. Yeah, I, I love it. Also, I, I, I don't know about him. This is what makes him go to WWE since it's, it's, since it's a story. But I feel like everything that you said. Under that mask, the devil mask has to be Adam Cole. It it, it, it would be the biggest backstabbing thing there because we got we got him out the picture because he has to get surgery. So no one's gonna be thinking that Adam Cole is still in in the backstage beating up people because he has to get surgery and, and he promised us that he's gonna recover as soon as possible. So that when they, that mask comes off, it has to be Adam Cole. And then we then we get the real devil because MJF is not going to know how to react. But yeah, I, every, everything you said was perfect. I love it. All right, moving on. Um, let's go back to what we talked about last week about SmackDown being signed by USA. They move to USA next year in October for five years. Um, there's no um specific day. That they're going to be moving to. So we don't know if SmackDown is going to be on Fridays. That also means... Uh, wait. And with that deal, NBC, Channel 4, or wherever you're at, has four primetime specials. They could use those for Bring Back Saturday Night Main Event. Or a special sh- show at primetime at 8 o'clock during the week. Um, I heard one, one from one person saying that they could use those four shows... Since Raw is going to be leaving, they could use that as the the episode after a big pay-per-view and make it like a primetime special. So let's say like the night after WrestleMania, tune in on Channel 4, NBC at 8 o'clock to watch this, whatever you want to call it, because it will have its new name. So back to that. So Raw and NXT are leaving USA, and we don't know where they're going to go, and it could go to a streaming service, which I, I hope it'll be a good one. 
Rumors are it might be ESPN since it's connected to UFC. Um, besides that, um, also I, I've been hearing that Raw might, since it is leaving, it might not come back on Mondays also. So we might lose Monday Night Raw so they can stay away from the NFL and get the ratings that they should be getting. So uh, any thoughts on that? Well, I heard SmackDown, if it does go to, or when it does go to USA, there's talk of getting it three hours. So that can be, quote, the raw replacement with a new title type of thing. So it would be interesting. But anyway, that's my thought. Shortly. Well, yeah. You know, they're doing all these, like, say, the prime time specials. They're going to be doing all this kind of, they spent a lot of money. USA, I get SmackDown. A lot of money. Like, way more. I, I think it's just because USA and WWE just had this partnership. There's no way they should have gotten the amount of money they did for those TV rights. That's why Fox, first of all, Fox lost, was losing money anyway. Yes. Right? So there was no point for them to even try and compete. Um, I personally think Raw's going to go to Disney. Okay. I hope not. Disney is not... People when they say when they hear Disney, they're like, oh my god, it's gonna go PG. That that's not the Disney Corporation. Just, that's not just what Disney Corporation is. Disney has ESPN. Disney has FX and FXX and all this other stuff. Raw would be on FX, and I think they'd stay on Mondays because FX doesn't really have any pivotal programming that's whatever, unless they want to because they know Monday Night Football. The only way I could see is them moving it to Tuesday. And then moving NXT to Thursday because Thursday's only impact. Like that's you know right. whatever. Yeah. Um. Like that's what I see there. I I don't. I was going to be with the TV deal. I mean, did, we, did you guys? I I um, my I did space out for a second. I am dealing with something on the side. It's a personal issue as I'm doing this podcast right now, which I didn't intend to have right now to be doing. Um. Did you guys mention the AEW t- possible streaming deal or no? No, not yet because I. It seems like it keeps going in and out of, of he said, she said, and rumors and all that. So, would you if I go into that real quick? Yeah, or, yeah, go or, for it. Or, or, oh, before wait, before you go, before you go into that, I just, I'll say since you said Disney, I was thinking more about um, Amazon Prime for WWE, but I mean, we never know what, if that, well, if a streaming service gets it. I, I, and I Amazon would make a lot of sense because Amazon wants to build their program because they have. Um, they have the NFL, you know, for Thursday nights. Right. They have a lot of other, you know, original content and movies and stuff, but they don't have a weekly, episodic, must-tune-in type product. Exactly. That would bring people in. Yeah. Like, if I'm correct, again, I'm not a Yankee fan, but I think um, that the Yankees were on Amazon Prime this year, I think. I don't know. I'm not really too sure. I'm not a Yankee fan, so I don't know. I, I could have sworn I heard something about that happening. This year, but again, I, I don't know. Um, you know, Amazon would need it, but I just think Disney would have more. I don't want to say the resources, but the advertising ability to make it worth their while for the purchase, because they can put on FX, they can they can move to FXX or change other. Ch- they own so many channels; they can put whatever, whatever the heck they want. Yeah, and but, advertise so on billboards on TV, whatever they want to do. They're playing with house money. Rupert, Rupert Murdoch, um, Murdoch for Fox is a billionaire, but Disney is Disney. Like they, 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 they trample over Rupert Murdoch in terms of finances. So that's what I think. Yeah, I but I think with Disney, 
I'm sorry, I was going to say with Disney, the reason I was saying, no, nah, I don't want Disney, because Disney's in kind of a bad shape. They're talking about getting rid of the FX and all these on the ABC channel. Uh, and they're trying to maybe sell off to make some money because they're, quote, in need uh, for the stocks and stuff like that. So, and I know me personally, I'm not going to spend extra money a month for ESPN to watch Raw. I would become like Mark and watch highlights. So, I don't know if anyone would actually pay money because that's the whole point of getting the ESPN Plus because that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to find a way to make that more money for Disney. And the way to do that is to get people to say, hey, this is exclusive for. I wouldn't pay extra money for this. I don't watch sports. I'm not a sports fan. The only thing I would maybe watch is WWE, and I wouldn't pay the extra money for that. Um, two, two parts from, from, from what you both said. Um, I don't want ESPN because I'm worried about the way ESPN does the UFC pay-per-views. And I, I, I'm not too keen about going back to paying $50 to watch WWE pay-per-views every month. Um, but um, ESPN Plus... It, it, I mean, it, it it is a new bill, but I believe it's four ninety nine. So it'd be just like I don't know who would get the 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 whole impact of the streaming service like we're paying for um, Peacock right now. So it would only be four ninety nine to watch Raw, and we don't know who who still has the rights for the pay per views. I'm so I'm assuming it stays on Peacock. So I mean, it's not it's not a big change. And if you I I don't want to keep um talking about other streaming services, but if you buy like a bundle. Which I think I have. I think it's like twenty dollars, and you have I think Hulu, Disney, and ESPN Plus. So it all depends what kind of package you get and all that. So besides that, I guess. And I like um once again I like Amazon only because they already have the experience of doing live weekly shows with the NFL. So they already have they could already show that they could handle a live show like Raw. Disney I don't think they've ever done maybe like a one time live show, but nothing like. The way an NFL game is done or raw. Did Mark get into his um, Max and AEW stream? No, that's where he's going now. Okay. Yeah, that's where right. I was head into. Um, so it, it, it's rumor and innuendo, but I think it's going to happen with the uh, Max because of the t- Tony Khan is so. Again, from what I'm reading, what I'm hearing, who knows if it's actually true or not. You know how their cheats are. You know how people are, etc. Um, he's so adamant on wanting a streaming deal because he obviously got to be having a streaming deal. And then for the knowing to get more eyes on the product, it would make a lot of sense. It'd be great for fans if Max is going to have it like a, like how WWE has a Peacock style. Yeah. You know, where you can watch the pay-per-views on their platform. All you have to do is pay for the, the basic monthly fees. I'm sure... Listen, would you rather pay? Because if they're going to add now with the – that's why they're thinking about adding one pay-per-view per month now. You know, I don't like that because I think what makes AEW better is the fact there's only their big four. Although they've added like Wrestle Dream, they've added other stuff too now. So it's like really big six, big seven. But even big six, big seven still solid number. Doing 12, 13 like WWE does, you're starting to push it because then it, you lose the luster on your Dynamite and your – um, collision, all those special ones when you do clash with uh, um, the belt one. Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? Which the belt, the belts, or, or, or not clash of champions? Oh, clash of, uh, well, battle of the belt. Battle of the belts, yeah. Yes. So you lose all that, and again, it's good for if you're going to get people to pay ten dollars a month or fifty. I don't even know how much max is. 
But you're going to pay that to see part of that. It's better than paying $60 on, or $50 on Bleacher Report. Yes. So that's a win for fans, and it gets more eyes on the profits. Even casual people that have Mac, oh, it's on Max, and I don't have to pay. I don't have to pay for cable, or it's on here. I'm going to take a look. Let's, let's give this a try. You know, it would work, and especially if they have a streaming library too. Yeah. Even better. When I first heard it, I was very excited about it. But like I said, I think I first heard this maybe like many months ago, and it just keeps mm-hmm. popping in and out. So until like, it's official now, I'll just wait because they're definitely talking. Because like I said, it, it keeps popping in and out of like rumors, but. It's never nothing official. I hope so. I hope it does. I, I wouldn't mind it, but if it's going again, if it's going to cost, because I think now they added Bleacher Reports to HBO Max bundle, but it's additional cost. So I heard that AEW won't be a part of the Bleacher Report bundle. Uh, hopefully, it's part of the Max bundle. That's like in Max in general. But I would like yeah. If, I will watch the pay per views a little bit more often in that aspect because I I don't pay fifty dollars for the AEW pay per views. Yeah, I, I do. pay the seven dollars for Peacock or it's about ten dollars. Yeah, I think it was I think it's eleven dollars now. Check your check your bill. Sure. <laughs> I think last month it went up a dollar. Um, yeah, I I just were like I'm already paying for the AEW pay per views when whenever they show up. So if I have to pay another. $50 every month for WWE. I mean, I would have an issue with that. I'll be, I guess I'll be picky on which ones I order. And th- and that's why I'm just worried about ESPN. Because the whole ESPN, if you, have, you have to become a member for ESPN Plus and then order the pay-per-views from them. So, I'm not, in- not in- interested in that. Especially when we've been spoiled for so long with the network and Peacock. So, we'll see where that, where that goes. Um... Let's. I was thinking about a little fantasy of the people that got fired, and I'm assuming there's gonna be more guys getting fired, or or at least there's like a backup plan in case that they have to fire people. But as of now, the the main people that got fired, where do you see them going, or where would you like them to go, and why? They all could retire. I'm really? done. <laughs> no way, man. Wow. Wow. Um. You know what's funny? I, I look at the list of people that were allowed to go. There's a few that I feel like Rick Boogs to me was a unique character, and a lot more could have been done with him. But I, like he said on a, on a, on a like, a, like a interview or something that once Vince was out of power and he lost the spot or whatever. Yeah, I could see that because Vince was uh, always like those. Unique characters like that, like the Freddie Mercury type thing. Like that's a Vince thing. 100% yeah, but but Vince. Vince is the one that called them up. I, I, matter of fact, I just saw it yesterday on uh, on on Peacock. There was a WrestleMania special, and, and he and Rick was on it, and he did a commercial for Old Spice, and Vince saw it, and he was like, "Who's that?" They, they told him that's an NXT guy, blah, blah, and they was like, I, "I love it. He could act. Call him up." So he got called up because of Vince. So he's definitely a Vince guy. Yeah, and once not in power anymore, Rick lost his spot. And like that's somebody that again he had the look. He was a like that guy. That's good for you could tell a lot of kids liked him. Yeah, you know, like the Rick Boog stuff like that. That works. Like the, I don't understand. You're trying to be a family program, and you get rid of somebody that. Well, first of all, he wasn't on TV for months for some strange reason. I think it was injured, he was, wasn't he? He was in, he was injured at WrestleMania. But he came back after the injury, yeah. and it was on for a couple of weeks, and he was like the whole with Elias thing and all that, then he was gone. Yeah. And then Elias, another one. 
Oh my god, another one that just totally screwed up. Everybody freaking loved, and they just did nothing with them. You know, uh, the rest I don't really like. Mason Man, M- M- sorry, Marseille and Mansois. Um, again, that's a comedy act. That's a Vince thing. You know what I mean? Like you know, again, you know, getting rid of some of the old guard. The rest I don't really. I'm not really surprised. Again, Emma and Riddick Moss, they did nothing with, and they really didn't See, I think, have anything to do. I, I think Riddick so has surprised. the look. Top dollar is now um, gone. Flop dollar, whatever you want to refer to him as. Maybe he can try. You know, it's funny. A lot of people don't know he was actually in the uh, in the NFL, so he could try and be an offensive lineman for, or a defensive lineman for the Giants. They could use both. Go back to his old team. Uh, so, but the rest of it, like again, Ziggler wasn't being used it might as well let him go and you could that's somebody who should be in AEW yeah give Paul Ziggler a run there put him with his brother or do something else with him I would love to see Ziggler versus MJF yeah that'd be some good stuff Ziggler MJF Ziggler Omega no. Ziggler uh, Luchasaurus Ziggler Ricky Starks that, that's you know that, that'd be a good one him and Ricky Starks going back and forth with some promo work and stuff that'd be good I'm more interested in those matches than seeing Edge versus those guys so Edges for the, the the star power, but once again, the great wrestling matches is with Ziggler. But if you yeah, want... no, Ziggler's a heck of a heck of a talent. Yeah. So as I'm saying, like you 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 have options there, but the rest of them, not really a big loss. You know, it's disappointing. You don't you never want to see anybody lose their job. That's what I'm getting. You don't ever want to see anybody losing their job, but at the same token, eh. what about Ali? Um, that's somebody. That you can see an AEW debuting, like, oh my god, it's, you know, Muhammad, you know, is that a Mustafa Ali? Like, I don't know, I'm just making it up. I, I couldn't think of yeah. another name. And I can make a big deal of it, and then in three weeks, he's on Rampage, jobbing out to freaking, uh, you know, Will, um, Powerhouse Hobbs or something, you know? Yeah. I, I, that's how I can see it go. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we also have, I mean, there's not only AEW, there's Impact, there's NWA. So hopefully these people find jobs when their clauses are up. But I mean, Japan. Uh, also Japan. Um, I like Rick Boots. I hopefully he comes back to WWE. I always thought he was like a good-looking Otis, because he was he's he's super strong, great character. I just feel like they they had nothing for him. And and something with Reddick Moss I like also. I, I I don't know. He was too plain and simple. I get it, but I mean he had a, a look. I just I don't think it was the right gimmick for him. Hopefully he'll go somewhere and become a star somewhere, and then he'll come back to WWE or whatever. But I mean, I always saw something in him that I thought it was really good. I didn't like the whole thing with Emma and everything. But definitely, I want to see Ziggler as soon as possible in AEW. Main event some matches there, have the spotlight on him, and like, look, guys, you did nothing with me. Look what I'm doing over here. But yeah. Anything you guys want to add with um from wrestling that you watched this week? Um, I'll add uh Christian, the new TNT champion, well deserved, best heel in wrestling right now. Officially, um, the, the TNT I, I love how when they actually pinned Luchasaurus, it was even better. <laughs> and you're you're getting some good stuff here. I'm very happy for that. Um. You know what I just noticed? I said um again. I, I keep catching myself saying um, and it's annoying me. I look at some other man. I'm trying to think. That was the biggest thing, honestly. There, there was there was other stuff that happened, but that, that to me stood out the most, you know, because it was it was good for to see Christian become champion again. Yes. 
Raymond? Apologize. I was just having technical difficulties there. But yeah. Um, any highlights? I'm gonna, any highlights? Not really. I mean, the I was watching the Christian interview with uh, Darby, and I kind of was thinking the same thing. Like Christian and talking about his, uh, was his dead uncle. I was like, oh my God, this guy's always attacking the dead. But that was like the only highlight really for me this week. And I love Christian now. You guys got me on Christian's uh, bandwagon. So happy. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, um, if I had to pick a highlight, um, I like like the promo between um, MJF and Jay White. I thought MJF buried Jay White, which is good for him also. But, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, I just feel like it's hard to compete with MJF on the microphone. If if you can't, you shouldn't even go near him. Just go straight to a match. Don't even grab a microphone and and go in the ring with him. That's dangerous. Just have him slap him and walk away. <laughs> yeah, you might as well do that. Like, let him say everything he got to say. You go up to him and slap him or punch him and, and, and walk away. Be like, I'll see you next week. But, yeah, Try to even like compete with him on the microphone. I, I don't know who can. It, it, it's scary because the stuff that he could come up with. I mean, the guy's gifted on the mic. Um, I think the one, I was gonna say the one thing that I'm gonna say maybe not first thing a highlight is I miss mommy. And I noticed that this week I was watching raw. I'm like, it's not the same. I need mommy. But she's being she's taken care of. She's she's in good hands. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, but Buddy's not on TV either. Buddy's on TV. Black is not on TV. I, I know um, Black has an injury. Um, Brody has a an injury. So, so that's why we only see Hart wrestling. Buddy is, has no injury. He's just in love right now. Uh, you know what? I swear it <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's hurt except Buddy, and they're like, you, oh, it's okay, go, go spend time with your fiance. Okay. All right, um, any, any, dagger in the heart, and, dagger in the heart. I'm gonna try to spin this. Wait till, wait till he comes to, um, wait till he comes back to WWE. Oh, and, and, all right, I don't want to think about that. Anyway, moving on. All right. Um. Any shout outs, guys? I think I think we're done. We can wrap this up. Well, mine always give kids the world and Hearts of Reality. A special events coming up in December for Hearts of Reality. Please check them out. And Mania Club, as they do support with uh, Connor's Cure. Check them out. They also have great little things that you can bid on sometimes. Uh, to, to get help with the comments cure. You know what? I'm going I'm to jump on that one. I'm sorry, Mark. I'm going to jump on that Mania Club thing only because I, I complain a lot about wrestling fans and some of them are stupid. I'm sorry to say it. There's a, there's a lot of wrestling fans that are stupid. And I, pro- I, I promote it. I didn't promote something. That's the wrong word. Um, I, I, I received a, a package of auto- autographs that I paid for from Fiddleman. And I was very happy of how, how it came out, and I posted. I didn't promote. I posted on Mania Club. Excited, like a little kid. Like, look what I got. Great mail day. And some stupid wrestling fan basically, like, attacked me and, like, called, called my, my collection stupid, and it, it's fraud. 
and order this, even though it had the serial number and everything for Fitterman. And Mania Club kicked them out. So I got to give a, a, a great applause to Mania Club. Did Triggered this? Like, like what, did he not, like, the, the piece, did he get offended he used the wrong color marker? Like, what's going on? Like, I need some detail here, but this is just <laughs> Um, well, as as of you 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 know, um, Mark, my my main um collection are Funko Pops, and I I do I try my best to get every Funko Pop signed, and I don't care if I have to pay for it, if I have to go to a hotel, if I have to go after an event, wherever I do, I I just want every single Funko Pop signed, and if the person passed away, whatever's close to them, like I I got the idea from Hogan's shop. He has like a Andre Giant. He signed it and wrote WrestleMania three. So that is that is what I do. For example, I'm ne- I'm never gonna get Eddie Guerrero to sign a Funko Pop. So if I could get Ricky to sign the Eddie one, I'll take that and I'm fine with that. That is my personal collection. So I got a Dusty Rhodes signed by Cody and I'm planning to get it signed the, the other side by Dustin. And um, he attacked that. He said that that was dumb. That that's considered fraud, and he just went off. Laughing at the whole "this is considered fraud" part of this. This this is this is the best part. <laughs> so <laughs> then, <laughs> so then I I I I replied as um the best way I could without cursing, and I told him basically like it, it's very stupid for you to to say all of this when I have when this is what's going on. I don't want to get too much into it, and I was he said I I, I took what he said the wrong way. He only said. Um, he only typed in two sentences that basically this was uh, this was stupid and this was fraud. So there was no other way to take it. And um, I'm just wondering where the heck this fraud came from. That, yeah, that, that's the, just because I have I have Cody signing a Dusty thing, and that's considered fraud. I I, I don't know. So before it even turned into anything, because other people were jumping in, like taking my side, and that. They, like, they were like trying to cheer me up, which I wasn't down. But they were like, yeah, that's a great collection. That's awesome. Make sure Dustin signs it. Like, Everyone was like, boom. And I was before I even got to like get into it with this guy, I'm not even going to say his name, um, Mania Club kicked him out of the club. So I noticed Mania Club is strict like that. I didn't, they didn't ask them to do it. They just chose to do it. They don't. I guess they don't want to deal with any bullshit. So, yeah, that was, that was my story for this week. That was probably the mayor of the Mario that I didn't give credit for oh, Gary. Anyway, moving yeah. on. Yeah. Those silly wrestling fans. Oh, Lord. What do you get yourself into, Hector? <laughs> uh, this is why I don't post in Facebook groups any of my autographs. I don't. I, I don't. I, 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 I haven't posted in a inside. while. And like I said, I, I guess I felt like a little kid. And I was so excited about what I got in the mail. So I was like, oh, I, I just want a great mail day. Boom. And, I, and, it's, and it's funny because as soon as I hit... um send, post, whatever you have to hit, I was like, I had like a bad vibe. And boom, within seconds, I was caught stupid and a fraud. So, anyway. Shout outs, Mark? Um, no, no shout outs. No <laughs> shout outs. Wrestling Universe, you know, you know, skinny. Y'all know where to go. We shout it out every week. I, I was there. Um, I was there Thanks. Saturday. Huh? I was there Saturday for Eric Warren. Were you? Yeah, it was nice. Got a nice picture with him, autograph. Yep. Very sentimental. Oh man. Okay, you got you guys got me into another story with. Um, all the times I met um Bray, 
and if you guys watch um, the Wyatt family and all that, they do the opposite of the Four Horsemen. Do you know that? Oh, the with the hand down. The four fingers down. Yes. For all four members, and um, Bray Bray made me do that and talk to, talk to me about it. So now every time I see him, well, I'm sorry, every time I saw him, I would put the four fingers down, and he would definitely come up to me and we take pictures and talk and everything. So for the Eric Rowan um, meet and greet, I we went to take a picture, and since he's a real tall guy and I'm standing on the side of him, I take up my four fingers, put them down, and I see him do something similar, the same thing with his hands down, and I'm like, okay, cool, it's gonna be a cool picture, but um, after I leave, I look at the picture to make sure everything's clear. I have my four fingers because that's what I I always do, and that's what. Bray taught me, and I see on TV and everything. Eric does not put four fingers down. He only puts two fingers down, meaning those are the only two. There's only two members left of the of the Wyatt family. So it's a little sentimental, sad story if 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 you get it. But um, yes, yeah, so I I felt a little um, silly or stupid for having four fingers, and he only put two because two members are missing. So. Yeah, just a little lesson learned, I guess, or whatever. Inside story. Can't, uh, <laughs> can't do anything about it now. Yeah. Um, back to the wrestling universe, though. They are having Kane and Alberto. And Alber- Alberto de Rio. Did you hear that? <laughs> Alberto de Rio will be there soon. Boom. <laughs> Yeah, um, Lucharitos, um, great Mexican restaurant located in Long Island, and let's talk about our private um, Facebook page. It's Wrestling Fan Club for the Smart and Clean. Um, that asshole that gave me a hard time. He's definitely not invited. Not invited ever. So once again, um, if, if you can find us, we're private. And if you're smart and you're clean and you love wrestling, um, let us know. We'll invite you in. Um, besides that, I think that's a wrap, guys. Okay. All right. So everyone take care. Thank you for supporting us. And we will see you around. Good night. Good morning. Good afternoon. Depending what time you listen to us. Take care. <laughs>